Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast. In tonight's episode, I'm going to be telling you my three biggest red flags to if your business is in trouble and what you need to do to get out of trouble and get your business back on path. Stay tuned. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Hope you've had a fantastic weekend. If you are tuning in every day to the podcast, thank you very much for for um, your support. I'm always super, super grateful for for those of you who do listen along and send me messages and let me know that you're getting some value from these podcasts. And tonight, I want to give you my three biggest warnings that your business could be in trouble over the next three years. Now, these are these are things that I've observed over the last couple of years working with coaching clients all over, the, all over the world, and especially over the last 12 months, seeing what is happening in the industry. Specifically, we're talking here about the hair and beauty industry because that is the industry I focus on, is the people I spend most of my time with, is the business owners that I talk to the most, and for the most part, is the people who listen to this podcast the most as well. And, um, and when I see these three things happen, I always can see... Um, there's, there could be trouble around the corner. I say could be like it's not always a, like a foregone conclusion, but these are the three things where I'm like, okay, well, if I followed along this person's business journey and I look, in, I check in with them 12 months later, I can see that you know a lot of the time these have come through. So let's just get straight into it. And it's not supposed to be a negative podcast. It's so hopefully uh, it's supposed to be a, an eye opener for you to check in on your own business, check the pulse of see what's happening with you and your, what you know your staff and your team and your clients and and where you are progressing in the direction you're headed. And, um, and see whether or not you tick one or hopefully not all three of these boxes. So let's just roll straight into it. Number one is you haven't raised your prices in the last 18 months. Now, this one might seem like it's about money and it's not. This one here is about clientele. I say that because the number one reason why people don't raise, um, raise their prices is because they're scared of losing clients, right? They don't have enough people in their business, so they're scared of raising their prices. So for me, the reason why this is a red flag is be- not because... Um, from a financial point of view, that you're not raising your prices, therefore not generating enough revenue. It's because it means that you don't have enough business. You don't have enough clients to replace the clients you would lose if you lose them. And in my experience, when working with with clients, and you know, when we do, if if you ever came along and did my coaching program, you know that in month one, I get everybody to raise their prices. It's all strategically mapped out. There's a formula for figuring out how you should raise your prices and whatnot, and what they should be raised to. Um, but I, I always see a lot of panic from our clients when we get them to do this. But ultimately, what ends up happening is they just end up with more money in their bank. And very, very seldomly do they lose you know, um, more than a handful of clients because of it. But the fear that you have around raising your prices means you don't have a lot of clients. And when you don't have a lot of clients, it's obviously concerning because if something were to happen, a competitor opened up over the road, uh, maybe one or two of your staff members leave and they take some of your clients with you, it puts you in a very, um, a very uh, unsure position. And, um, 
it's it's something as a business owner you should never have the problem of. You should never have the problem of wondering if I lost 10% of my clients, what would happen to my business, right? You should have enough clients consistently coming in, new clients coming in consistently and having enough retention in your business that keeps your books full months in advance. So number one is the, the number one red flag is that you haven't raised your prices in the last 18 months. Okay, number two, you're just like everybody else. This is one that I see in the hair and beauty industry time, time, time again, and they say the point of difference is their customer service. Your point of difference is not your customer service. It is an expectation that you have excellent customer service. If you had um, customer service that was like, you know, the example I always do when I, when I tell this story is an example in New York where their, their point of difference to their customer service is they, they go out of their way to insult their customers, right? It's kind of part of their joke. It's kind of part of like the experience there. They'll, they'll, you go in there, you sit down, you have a meal and they roast you, right? That is a point of difference with your customer service. Being friendly, having 12 different teas and coffees, serving biscuits when someone turns up, giving someone a complimentary head massage with every treatment is not a point of difference. It's just an expectation. It's just like, well, that's nice, right? Um, but most hair and beauty sales are the same thing. You have a point of sale counter, you have your chairs or your basins, you have, or if you're in beauty room, beauty, um, sorry, a, a beauty business, you have your treatment rooms, you do facials, you do peels, you do haircuts, you do color, you do balayage, you do ombre, right? That's, that's not a point of difference. That's just like, and that's just a business that's exactly the same, right? And so when another business comes along, that's exactly the same as you, which inevitably it will be, because that's what the industry is full of then all they need to do is undercut you on price. If they do have a better quality, then you're going to be in real trouble. The best example I can give for that is a business called Ladies Clinics Australia. Most people in Australia would know who they are. They're now in New Zealand and the UK. And they came into the market and just like destroyed the market with pricing. You know, laser hair remover, which was then $200, $250. They came in and started doing it for $49. And then, of course, the comeback to that is, yeah, but, you know, if you pay cheap prices, you get cheap results. But the problem is with Laser Clinics Australia, you, they're not cheap services. They, they use, like, as far as I'm aware anyway, they, um, you know, speaking to LCA um, franchisees recently, they still use top of, the, top of the range equipment. Their training is unbelievable because they have such a huge infrastructure in place. Um, their, their decor and the aesthetics of the, and the fit out of their shops is beautiful. Um, you know, everything about Ladies Clinics Australia is really, really good, except the prices are cheap, but the price can be cheap because they do bulk buying because of their, the buying power they have in terms of like, um, you know, the, the group of franchises and obviously their finance backing as well by the, their company. Um, and so all it takes, if you're, if you're just like everybody else, all it takes is for somebody come, to come in who is equally or better than you in quality and undercut you on price and you're in real trouble. So differentiating yourself in the market, like what do you do differently? What is it that these people offer? Well, sorry, what is it that you do in your business that nobody else does? No matter if somebody else opened up, your clients would leave you because they can't get that anywhere else. And if your answer is customer service, I promise you that is not it. I saw one the other day, it was, um, it was sent to me by my coach, Dave. It was so funny. It was, um, it, it was a guy roller skating around their hair salon in a G, I think it was in a G string on roller skates, coming around, giving people shots of something and, and some food and whatnot. And their whole, their whole sort of niche was that it was very flamboyant, um, you know, um, I, I assume anyway, based on their social media, it was very like um, gay pride and things like that. And so the, sort of their niche was like that they would, um, they would pitch their business to that demographic and overtly display certain things inside their business um, and experiences inside their business that you couldn't get at another salon. So it doesn't matter if someone else opened up, they had this point of difference that you couldn't get elsewhere. And so they were able to differentiate themselves that way so they could hold on to their clients, so their client loyalty and client retention would be strong. That's a point of difference.
right? And so number two is if you're just like everybody else, that's another red flag. So point one is you've, you haven't raised your prices in 18 months, which means you're scared to because you don't have enough clients. Number two is you're just like everybody else. So you're always in that, um, that precarious position of being overtaken by a competitor if they open up. And number three is that your monthly, gener- uh, your monthly revenue isn't consistently increasing. If you opened your business and you got it to $25,000 in month three, month four, fast forward to 18 months, and now you're still at that same amount or you've increased maybe by like one or two thousand dollars or what or maybe hopefully not but maybe come down a little bit by one or two thousand dollars then that's another red flag right and i'm not saying that every single month your your revenue should be generating but if you look at it over the course of 12 months you should see an increase you should see in month one comparatively to month 12 that each month has been growing month um uh, bit by bit and if you draw a line like if you're graphing this and you draw a line you should see a trajectory increasing now, this one is even more important if you are working more hours than you were at the start. And for example, if you're generating $25,000 a month and you're still making $25,000 a month, but you're working more in the business now, then that's even more problematic than just if you were flatlining. Okay, so you should, see, you should be seeing an incremental increase in the monthly revenue. If you look at those three things, you haven't raised your prices in 18 months, you're just like everybody else, and your monthly revenue isn't increasing month to month for over a period of time, then those are the three red flags that I see where a business is in trouble and they need to start to re-strategize, take a step back, consolidate what you've got and start to rethink about what the direction your business is going in and start to put different things in place to specifically overcome those three things. Go in, and if you don't, if you're not comfortable about raising your prices, your prices, contact me, contact one of my coaches, or speak to somebody who's done it before in their business. Now is the time you must increase your prices, and especially people's like, yeah, but what about COVID? No one's got any money. Trust me, now is the time to increase your prices. You need to, or you must, start to see more profit in your business right now, because if you don't, and you go into another lockdown or or a new like. Something new happens, um, no one could have predicted the, the pandemic, but if something new happens to your business, you don't have that profit um, in your bank account, like just sitting there for a rainy day, sitting there just in case, then you're going to be in trouble. And the easiest way you can do that is to start um, pricing your services and your products based on profit rather than I'm too scared to lose clients, so I'm just going to pitch them at this low amount, present them at this low amount. Um, because you know the consequences of increasing them could be more dire. Trust me, the consequences of you not increasing your prices, not understanding your profit margins, is way more scary than losing a handful of clients because you've bumped your prices up to where they probably should be in the first place. Um, you need to obviously look back and, and look now at your business and, say, and think about this podcast episode and say, well, am I just like everybody else? Is my salon just set up like everybody else? And the only thing I'm counting on is that like I'm convenient because my people live close to me or maybe our quality is better, but I'm not really sure because I've never actually received the services from my competitor. I mean, I've heard stories, but I'm confident I could get a handful of your clients who've been to see you who could probably tell some bad stories about you. Maybe they had your apprentice on one day. Maybe they had a bad employee who now no longer works with you, but they've gone off and told a bunch of people and now through Chinese whispers, you've got that same reputation. You don't actually know the quality of the service of your competitors unless you go in personally and experience it. And I can promise you if you do that, you'll probably find out it's not as bad as you think it is. So you're counting on convenience and quality, which are both um, which are both risky because convenience, well, if a competitor opens up, and quality, what if the, the competitor increases their quality or what if it's not as bad as you think it is? And number three, the monthly revenue. You Again, this comes back to knowing your numbers, understanding your profit margins, understanding 
you know, what are the services you should be, you should be focused on, focusing on. I did a two-part podcast episode about five episodes ago and gave a strategy, outlined a strategy about how to reach a financial goal in six months. I highly recommend you go back and listen to that because I talk about focusing on the services that are going to generate the most revenue, going to maximize the most amount of profit for you, and are going to safeguard your business and get you to your financial goals quicker. So that's a really important lesson as well. So those are my three red flags. Those are the three things that I see in business if a business is in trouble. And if that sounds like you, now is the time to sit back, re-strategize, rethink your approach, and point your business in a different direction. So if you loved the episode, please like, share, comment, subscribe to the podcast. I'll be back tomorrow on Monday for a brand new working week. with a brand new podcast episode. I'll catch you later, guys. Bye-bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.